The Money Show. Consumer Ninja. Wendy Nola is our consumer ninja with a slightly alarming story. If you've had a baby or your partner's had a baby and you've been the person in charge with the registration of the baby, um, you are going to be very interested in the next feature because it is concerning. Because you get to a point where um, you're quite emotional, uh, you're quite drawn by this new little living creature, and somehow you've got to navigate the bureaucracy. Now, private hospitals have got a fairly wax. They get people in and it gets done almost automatically. But I would imagine the chaos in public hospitals is not going to allow that to happen. And you've got to then somehow get the kit to home affairs and get them registered and prove that they exist and all of the usual bureaucracy that comes around with it. And so the horror story today, that is, if you're a member of a medical scheme, your newborn baby should automatically, from the moment they go, (gasps) which is what they do. Well, you hope they do that because that shows it's a sign of health, good, healthy lungs, you see. From the moment of birth, they should become a member of the scheme. No waiting periods, no exclusions. There should be absolutely no question. This has come from a member of the medical scheme and therefore until um, they, um, you know, within a couple of days at least, they should be registered, therefore, as an independent member or as a dependent member of that medical scheme. But there is a problem if you make a mistake with the paperwork. Wendy Nola, horror story number one, please. <laughs> okay. So here it goes. This was a, a Cape Town case. Um, so the baby was born on the 18th of July last year, Madiba Day, incidentally. Um, by emergency Caesar at a hospital in Cape Town. And it was the third child of this couple, um, the mother being the, the primary member of Discovery Health. And um, so that was the 18th of July. Um, the father um, only went to register his birth, baby Oliver, on the 13th of December online. Um, he got part of the way, I think we can all relate to this, and sort of left it and went back to it only on the 3rd of October, which was within, incidentally, Discovery's required 90-day time frame to register the birth of, of a newborn. Other medical schemes apparently give parents just not, just 30 days to do this, so one month versus three. Okay, so what was the problem then? Well, what he did was, this father, is that and he hadn't done it with the other two. There'd be no problem. But instead of um, registering the uh, child as a, um, a, a newborn registration, right, he filled in that there's a birth registration form. He filled in an added dependent form because that's also what he was doing, right? So I think it's a fairly easy mistake to make. And on that added dependent, as if I was going to add my elderly mother, say, for example, to my uh, – to my uh, scheme, to my to my membership, um, they do require disclosure of health issues, which isn't required, obviously, when you're adding a newborn. So he said that the baby had minor breathing difficulties at birth. I won't go into the story, but it's a fairly common thing, um, and then is, is, uh, you know sorted out. Um, but because uh, of this, the um, medical scheme then did some. Underwriting. So I heard about the story 
um, from Mark Hyman of a company called MediCheck, which okay, takes so medical aid issues pause, on behalf of pause, pause here for a moment, yeah. Wendy. So there are two ways of registering a child. A child is born, and you then say, there is a newborn child, put them on my medical aid, please. And the, and the medical aid goes, absolutely, thank you very much, no questions asked. Um, if you uh, then register them as a dependent, and then that dependency form says, please disclose any issues that may have been pre- present at the time of birth, you then disclose those because it's the right thing to do, you were then penalized because you filled in the wrong piece of paper. Well, it's a little more complicated than that, but let me let me carry on. Yes, in essence, that's what happened. The the mother says, um, well, she told me when I interviewed her, we filled in the wrong form and thus disclosed info that they would not usually have required. And now they are using that against us um, and using that as an excuse um, to say that we are now outside the 90-day period to register the birth. Because I'll tell you what happened was um, – they um, they then applied. They did some underwriting. There were some issues that they picked up, um, or that they I think based on that uh, there were some minor breathing issues or whatever. They then said, okay, there is um, a going to be a three a three month um, general waiting period and a twelve month. Uh, waiting period for anything to do with, um, I think it was uh, respiratory, right? So um, I took up the case because Mark Hyman of Medicic said that, um, you know, the baby's acceptance by the scheme should have been automatic as a newborn without the need for a patient medical assessment because the registration, while it was a bit late on the late side, it was within the required 90 days. Um so anyway, I took this up with Discovery and I said um, that, uh, you know, how do you justify doing this? Um, will you be willing to um, review the decision regarding the waiting period, um, which wouldn't have been there had the father not filled in the wrong form and, and disclosed, you know, the issue around what happened when the baby was just born? Um, response one said the application was correctly referred to Discovery Health's underwriting uh, department. Considering the unusual delay in completing the application form, well, it was still within the 90 days, the extended period after the birth and the cover commencement not date not coinciding with the date of birth. Um, so, anyway, it's getting very, it's, it's getting very, I'm it's trying getting, to yeah, put down <laughs> the, the detail because I don't want to, I don't want let's, the let's cut to, the, to jump on me. No, but let's cut to the very chase here. They said, basically, you filled in the wrong form, you filled in the wrong detail, and therefore we were quite within our rights to say that there should be some exclusions on this particular yeah. okay. on, on this particular yes. plan. So the, the complication was they asked for more information. They didn't get it. Um, it. I don't know if it went to the wrong email address. It was sent to a broker as well who hadn't spoken to the member for, for 10 years or so, as often happens. Um, they said they didn't get the information, and so the whole thing was sort of just pending until late 2022 when um, the mom called in and queried the status and um, said that she wanted the birth date to be um, right. from the following day. That I mean, not the birth date, the, the date that the cover commenced <laughs> from the 29th of Wendy, I don't know December. about you, but I, I'm getting, that, I'm, Wendy, I'm getting incredibly lost with this very, very te- detailed and technical story. Essentially, we've got a baby who's born, um, and the baby's, the, the wrong document is filled in. Discovery say, no, we can't cover you for certain exclusions. Let's skip the detail, and Discovery, I'm sure, will forgive us for this. How does it finish up? It finishes up 
Um, so they justified it by saying the commencement date didn't match the birth date and you applied quite late. Um, and then they said they came back after that and said, okay, well, we'll, we'll relook at the uh, underwriting decision. We'll, we'll, we'll look at the current uh, health of the child. And the happy ending was that, um, I heard that the waiting period had fallen away. That was a waiting period uh, until the end of September this year. And they said, so I went to the discovery and said, what's this about the change of heart? And I was told by CEO Ryan Noach uh, that this isn't any change of heart. We did tell you that we were going to review the underwriting decision. And after we received a letter from the baby's GP, um, the baby's mother, which said everything was fine, baby's totally healthy um, and the mother appealed the the waiting period and so the start date was backdated to the date of birth they've paid the seven months premium uh, or, or what's not a premium but you know what I mean the the amount for the baby and all is fine and um, yeah and then discovery said well you know we do we, we welcome new members young members that healthy as we now know healthy members it's good uh, it's exactly the demographic and type of member we want. Uh, we, we're delighted. Um, but, you know, it, it's in both the scheme's interest and that of the family t- uh, to um, impose, uh, you know, to do underwriting, um, for babies to be underwriting free. Okay, so it would have happened except for the problem. First of all, he did apply a bit late, but it was within the 90 days. So just a thing is find out if you're pregnant how many days you have to register the birth and you know it's difficult with a newborn especially when it's not a first child um, there's lots going on in the household but make sure you register the child and then certainly in Discovery's case um, click on ba- in newborn registration and not add a dependent you shouldn't there should be no underwriting that baby should just automatically join it should. no waiting yeah. periods no underwriting none of that so I just thought it's worth sharing in case someone did the same thing because what a, what a, a drama over the wrong form. And happily, it ended well, but there was, you know, quite a few months and a lot of angst um, along the way. It's a stressful enough process. It really is. I mean, having a, a new person come into the world for whom you are 178,000 billion percent responsible is difficult enough. And unfortunately, um, you know, sometimes the, the bureaucracy of the medical process ties you in knots and you're not equipped to deal with it and you're not necessarily in a mental state, you're sleep, you're sleep deprived, all that sort of stuff. I think we should expect yeah. our, our insurance companies just to be, you know, within reason, of course, to be, have a level of compassion and understanding that mistakes happen um, in times of stress and to help through the process rather than simply to go, computer says no. But thank you, Wendy Nola. Uh, Wendy <laughs> Nola is our consumer ninja on a very complicated case and a very detailed case as well. Um, and yeah, all's well that ends well, but my goodness me, the process, the process, the process. There is a big drive to try and simplify insurance. And I mean, certainly with short term insurance, it's a lot easier than the complexity of some life insurance cover or health cover or uh, income protection or even in the world of medical insurance. It's deeply complicated.